Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, April 10th, 2019. I'm Tom Merritt. Lots of cloud announcements from the Google Cloud Next conference. Launching out of beta is Anthos, Google's platform for managing hybrid clouds that combine local data centers with Google Cloud, but can also run on AWS and Azure. Google also signed partnerships with seven open source companies and announced new regions in Salt Lake City and Seoul. Dropbox unveiled a feature that lets business users work with Google Docs, Sheets, and Slides without leaving Dropbox. And in non-Google Cloud news, Slack announced new integrations with Microsoft Office 365, including a new Outlook calendar and mail app, an updated OneDrive app, and Office file previews all in Slack. Oppo announced the Reno Standard Edition, Reno 10X Zoom Edition, and Reno 5G smartphones on Wednesday. The 6.6-inch Reno 10X Zoom has a 93.1% screen-to-body ratio for its AMOLED display, an in-display fingerprint reader, fast charging, and a 4,065 hour battery. There's a Periscope 10X Zoom camera inside and a pop-up camera wedge for selfies that Oppo says can handle 100 uses a day for five years. It also has fall detection to retract it automatically if you drop the phone. The 6.4-inch Reno Standard Edition also has the pop-up selfie camera. The Standard Edition comes to China April 19th, the 10X Zoom mid-May, and a European launch event is scheduled for April 24th. 9to5Mac confirms evidence found by developer Steve Troughton-Smith that Apple is working on standalone music and podcast apps for Mac OS alongside the TV app Apple announced recently. 9to5Mac also says a redesigned books app with an interface similar to the iPads is on the way to Mac OS as well. 9to5Mac's source says iTunes will stick around as it's the only way to sync older devices. Sources tell Reuters that Uber will publicly register its stock IPO Thursday. Uber is expected to offer $10 billion worth of stock, which would make it one of the biggest IPOs ever and the largest since Alibaba went public in 2014. Uber's stock is expected to begin trading on the New York Stock Exchange in early May. Sony now lets anyone on its PlayStation Network change their username, a feature it launched in beta back in October. You get one free name change. After that, it costs you $9.99 each time, unless you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber when it only costs you $5. You also keep your old name, so you can revert back to it for free. Keep in mind, while most games released since April 1st, 2018 will work with your new username, there are some known issues with older games. Japanese regulators allocated 5G spectrum to NTT Docomo, KDDI, SoftBank, and Rocketon Wednesday. Japan's telecom ministry requires the telcos to, quote, take sufficient cybersecurity measures, including responding to supply chain risk as a condition for spectrum use. That effectively prevents Japanese telcos from using equipment from Huawei and ZTE to build their 5G networks. U.S.-based Subcom said it will lay submarine internet cable connecting Australia to Hong Kong through Papua New Guinea by 2022. It would be the most direct link yet between Australia and China and would include connections to the Solomon Islands, which previously were promised by Huawei before Australia blocked that effort. Subcom's cable would make any future Huawei efforts in that area unnecessary. T-Mobile announced its home internet TV service based on the acquisition of Layer 3 TV to be called T-Vision Home. 
It launches April 14th in the same eight markets as Layer 3, starting at $90 a month with more than 150 channels and no hidden fees, and they promise no bill creep. The service requires an internet connection and hardware from T-Mobile that costs you $10 per connected TV. The set-top box includes a one-terabyte DVR, voice control, and apps like Netflix and Pandora, as well as soon Amazon Prime Video. It also makes recommendations based on your viewing preferences and habits. T-Mobile plans an app for streaming to mobile devices in the home and eventually apps for connected TV devices like a Roku. T-Mobile is also preparing a separate wireless nationwide streaming service to debut later this year. A bill from U.S. Senators Deb Fischer and Mark Warner would ban practices developed using behavioral psychology to get users to authorize the use of personal data. This includes things sometimes called dark patterns that prompt users to click OK to transfer contacts, messages, browsing history, and more. The bill would also ban platforms with more than 100 million monthly active users from designing addictive games and sites aimed at children younger than 13, and it would require companies to get informed consent before performing behavioral experiments on users. A professional standards body would be created to work with the FTC on best practices. Finally, Starship Technologies announced its autonomous delivery robots have completed 50,000 commercial deliveries worldwide since it launched in the UK in 2018. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.